Okay, welcome to Broke is the State of Mind, <laughs> episode two. I want to talk about um, parenting. Y'all don't think it's weird that we're born, right? And then after we're born, we're sent off to school eventually, right? And then after school, we're sent to another school, and after that school, another school, then after that school, another school, all while being told what to do, how to do, when to do, where to do. It's not insane to you. Insanity is doing the same thing, expecting different results. And I don't understand how Afro-humans don't teach their children that the government doesn't exist and they don't go to the schools that were created by people that don't even really like them. Like, in an alternate universe, and I feel like we can create it here, but in an alternate universe, I'm pretty sure, like, it's Afro-human Afro <laughs> welcoming. And they got their own world, but... They exist in that world amongst other people, you know what I mean? Like, they're not um, dependent on other people because Afro-humans, like, it's weird that we don't have uh, things that we own for ourselves. We don't own manufacturing companies. We don't own hospitals. We don't own banks. We don't own a federal bank. We don't own a government. We don't own a police force. We don't even own a private security sector. We don't own... Pretty much anything, we just continue to beg to be validated and victims. And at some point, we have to realize that our parents' parenting is the exact reason that we are in the situation that we are in. Because without it, shit would be different. We were molded. We were domesticated into who we are today. So when children come into this world, they're a clean slate. And I think we take parenting too lightly. We don't take it serious enough because there is so, 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 so much that needs to be changed with parenting that we call normal. You wouldn't want a woman to be physically abused in a relationship if you're okay with a child being disciplined by being hit or yelled at. You don't want anybody hitting you or yelling at you, so why do you think it's okay for your child? And people are like, well, you know, you need to spank them every now and then. Well, does that mean you need to spank them every now and Because we all mess up. Like, we all are human. We all have bad days. We all get pissed off. We all get too emotional we all have tantrums like nobody's beating you for it though nobody's spanking you for it you want to be gentle with your child because you're molding them to be somebody's something they're not here just for you and your consumption they're here for the world you decided to have them i don't understand how you didn't decide to have a haven for them before bringing them here like but i don't understand how afro humans like we just continue to have children and we're not creating a world for them that's inclusive of them that loves them we just play victims and teach them how to be small in large spaces just in case <laughs> are we not tired of just in case are we not tired of altering ourselves so we can fit in like why do you want to fit in who desires to fit in no person ever got where they got in life by being well behaved no person ever has made a mark on history by being well behaved so why do we try to make and we try to make children perfect hey perfect doesn't exist they have bad days like they they make bad grades every now they they have moments it happens but we shouldn't use discipline as anger or for punishing children, I think that we should start t 
talking them through it and educating them. People are like, well, they don't listen when you talk them through it. Then it's time to check yourself because that's your child. That child came from you and your parenting skills. So this is about you right now. <laughs> Children don't really have a choice. So I think it's time to change the way we parent. You know, like it's just really mind boggling that we continue to bring children into this world and we don't create a haven for them. Like colonizers have ruined the world for everybody, every nationality and race. Excuse me. <laughs> but we continue to depend on them. Even the Jews stopped depending on them. The Japanese, the Chinese, like, excuse me. China has become the colonizer and Afro humans, please let's get it together. Let's raise our children on love. Let's educate ourselves so we can educate our children. Teaching is not just at school. It's in your household too, hey? Teaching is not just you go to school, you learn what they teach you, you come home and do your own homework on by yourself. Like you need to understand what they put in these school books because they've started changing up school books. Like some of the stuff ain't even true anymore, which makes me believe that what I was taught probably wasn't true either. Somebody just made some shit up and sold a book and they made a curriculum because they liked it. Because that happens and we just continue to live in a world where we put limits on ourselves. We don't have limits and then we have governing and things don't exist unless you believe in them in your life. Things can only bother you if you believe in them. Things have power in your life because you give them power. Your belief in them give them that power. So not gonna create a world for our babies then we should probably stop having babies because this is insane we just keep we're like a cow we have a baby we nurture our baby we love our baby and then we either stay in one place and allow our baby to become us where we are and then we feed somebody else work for somebody else live for somebody else die for somebody else we never really taught to get to know yourself, love yourself, become yourself. Do you really like what you're doing? Is this normal for you? Why is it normal for you? How did it become normal for you? Like, it's very frustrating that we don't take parenting as serious as we should. Like, we take our college degrees and money more serious than we take our children. <laughs> That's a major, major, major career move to become a parent. Like, yes, you got to become the best version of yourself. And there's so much stuff out here in the world to learn and to teach. If you're not learning something new every day, then you're failing not only yourself, but you're failing your child. If you have children, you should be trying to learn something new every day. Every day. To teach your child. To make your child better. Like, yeah, you can get a bunch of currency and send it in a bank account but what does it do for you when you die your generation is carrying on so you want to create a world for that generation to thrive in you had your time here but you chose to bring another generation in so this is on you <laughs> we gotta do better this is really whew, we gotta do better So I started this Instagram page called Afro Our Story underscore. 
And I started it to basically highlight the injustices, uh, racial injustices of America. And then to once I finish doing the racial injustices, I want to start including like basic um, moving forward tips and solutions on how to make us better people. But I first want to get out the information because his story, history, his story will repeat itself if you don't understand where you came from to gradually get where you're going. Um, so I'm, today, March 21st, I posted this story that I want to talk about today on my podcast because it's a very interesting story. It's about Michael Donald. He was hanging by members of the Klan in Mobile, Alabama on March 21st, 1981. He was a 19-year-old young black man. What really stood out to me was that when his trial ended in mistrial on March 21st because the jury was unable to reach a verdict, members of the Klan in Mobile sought to make a violent response. If a black man can kill a, can get away with killing a white man, said Benny Hayes, a high-ranking Klansman and the father of Henry Hayes, we ought to be able to get away with killing a black man. And Michael Donald was killed that night. Now, the crazy part about this to me is that we've been conditioned and domesticated into thinking that only white people are able to get revenge or only white people are able to avenge uh, for their ancestors. We're taught to get over it, to um, deal with it because it's been happening for so long. But what at, at what point do we choose to change? At what point do we realize that they're not going to stop killing us unless we do something about it? And since the beginning of time, white people have been going into the jails, into your homes, into your churches and grabbing up people of color, black people or Hispanics or Japanese people, like anybody that they decide is wrong, even Arabs. Look at Saddam Hussein. Anybody they think is wrong, they'll put a bounty on their head and they'll kill them for whatever reason that they, they find logical. But Afro-humans are being shot to death by police officers and by racist people and nobody is getting revenge for the death. We're just letting it happen and then we're begging the same people that allowed it to happen and said it was okay for justice. That's the craziest thing to me and it's very insane to me that we just continue to do this. Like, At what point do we realize that we're the change that we're looking for, we're the justice that we're asking, asking for? And to be afraid to die is essentially being afraid to live because you're living to die. It's the only guaranteed thing here. Your job isn't guaranteed. Your money isn't guaranteed. They can take that from you. It's man-made currency. Nothing here is guaranteed. So at what point do we realize that and start not necessarily fighting back? We don't have to fight back. But at some point, we actually have to defend ourselves. And if you kill my child, I don't, I don't see any logic in waiting for the courts to decide whether you're right or wrong. And I'm not mad at white people for their choices. I'm mad at us for choosing to just continue to let it happen, choosing to just let them do these things to us. Like on Afro, our story, I've been posting um, because I said I wanted to post every day. And I have. I set an alarm and I've been putting the facts out every day. And yesterday it was uh, the Virginia Passes Act seeking to purify the white race. They wanted to purify the white race. And we're so quick to sleep with other people. And the craziest part to me is I don't I've never seen a leopard sleep with a cheetah or an elephant sleep with a hippo 
or a lion sleep with a zebra or a zebra sleep with a horse or none of these animals mix yet they all live amongst each other why the fuck are humans deciding that we should mix what's the point of that like if you don't look like me we can hang out we can be cool we can eat together but i don't feel like we should be mating and creating offsprings because you don't know what that genetic pool will create you're genetically modifying something like and people always like well there's nothing pure in this world anymore says you the impure okay <laughs> like you can make it stop excuse me we don't have to keep going with it like the the climate change and how global warming has happened i seen an article yesterday about how trump and trump's administration have ignored climate change and they've been drilling on 300,000 acres of land in regards to what's going on with global warming and and I don't think we understand like the, the the further you dig into the earth the more you're creating pocket spaces for that water to come in so if you keep digging because if you dig anywhere in the world eventually you're gonna hit water that's everywhere if you dig deep enough you're gonna hit water and if we keep digging we're creating pocket spaces for that water to come in and essentially the land won't be able to hold itself anymore because it's been dug so much that it's drowning now it's sinking if you get shot a couple of times and you go out into the water, you're liable to drown. Yeah. You're going to get water in, you know. So maybe that, that's not a good logic, but whatever. <laughs> but we have to realize that we all have to live on this planet, not just the people that's in charge or the people we believe in to be the government or the people that we decide should lead us. They're not the only ones that have to live here. Like everybody has to live on this planet. So we all should be concerned about more than celebrity gossip and more than the latest fashion trend, more than who can outrage black people the most and stop being emotional about things that don't fucking matter. Like Gucci don't matter. If you die today or tomorrow, nobody's going to be like, well, he had on a nice Gucci suit. He always wore Gucci. Nobody gives a fuck about that. G. It is you just died. And a couple months after your death, nobody is going to probably talk about you anymore unless they knew you personally. <laughs> so what happens in this life is from your choices. And if we continue to choose to just go with it, continue to choose to conform, continue to choose to be a part of something they don't want us, continue to choose to be broken mentally, then we're going to always be broken as a whole. And we're always going to be the type of people depending on people that don't fuck with us. And these people have told you time and time again with their actions, year in, year in, year in, year in, year in, year out, year out, year out, year out. If they can't use you, they don't want you around. So why do we continue to try to be a part of something that don't even want us around if they can't use us? That's insane to me. It's very insane that we continue to raise our children in that too it's not a world where everybody's just living like globally we just live in we're not domesticated we're not slaving and going in circles we're not allowing other people to make choices and decisions for us we actually know and love ourselves we're healthy we eat the right food like i don't understand how we've gotten to this place where toxic is the normal for food and eating healthy is frowned upon like it's natural to eat fruits and vegetables that fall off trees it is not natural to go out and kill an animal and then skin it and then cook it and then eat it though the, the, that's man-made 
that's something we came up with on our own. And people always be like, well, you know, the Bible said, but a man wrote the Bible. Just because that man predicted that the world's going to end in fire and disaster doesn't mean that we have to end the world like that. We can change our habits. We can change our ways. We can get back to what we're supposed to be doing in life, get back to land, get back to nature. We're so far removed from nature that we think nudity is unnatural. We think a person being naked is sexual. Every time we see somebody naked, we think of sex. Like the female anatomy is not for sexual desires. It's not. Just because you're naked doesn't mean that you're looking for sex or you're looking for attention. A lot of people spend most, I'm not even talking about a lot of people, I spend most of my time naked. I sleep naked and I spend a lot of time alone, so I'm always naked. I only put my robe on when somebody got to come and clean my house. If I'm at a house or in my hotel room, if I'm at a hotel room because I travel a lot. So, listen. If white people can put in words and articles that if a black man kill a white man and get away, he should not be able to get away with it. Oh, no. If a black man kill a white man, then a white man should be able to kill a black man and get away with it. I feel like we should be able to use the same words. If a white man kill a black child, then black parents should be able to kill that white man for his child. Why not? I mean, ain't that what this man said? What his name is? Um, What's his name? Henry Hayes' dad, Benny Hayes. A high-ranking Klansman. And then I was telling you about this pure one. His name was Harry Laughlin, y'all, a leader in the eugenics movement. And what really stood out about this one to me was that he said that... um, um, The study of the... mm -mm. I'm trying to find it because he said that basically... Black people were born to, mm. see, I'm sorry, okay, the Supreme Court upheld Virginia's eugenical sterilization act. Virginia's law became a model for the rest of the country and facilitated the forced sterilization of more than 60 young as 10, oh no, they forced sterilization of more than 60,000 men and women nationwide. Children as young as 10 years old were targeted for sterilization. There's this thing I read that said that, maybe it's not that one. Hmm. Anyway. Okay, I found it. Never mind. It's called Drapetomania. I may be saying that wrong. But he basically said that Dr. Cartwright, that's his name, okay, he said Cartwright claimed black people were very different physiologically from white people, possessing smaller brains, more sensitive skin, and overdeveloped nervous systems. To me, he was describing white people because their skin is very sensitive to the sun, they can't do a lot. All these chemical products are for them, but we be using them like they for us. Nobody had us in mind when they was making that crap. And he said these unique traits, he said overdeveloped nervous systems. We have overdeveloped nervous systems because of the parenting we're brought up in. And then from the parenting to the way the government treats us, if we had a society that was 
pro-Afro human that loved us, that nurtured us, that allowed us to make mistakes, that didn't want us to be perfect, that just let us live, breathe, and die, then we wouldn't be overdeveloped nervous systems. He said, these unique traits gave black people an especially high propensity for servitude. Citing scientific evidence and scripture, Dr. Cartwright argued that the Negro is a slave by nature and can never be happy in any other condition. And the crazy part is we've actually took those words and, you know, words have power. And it's pretty much became our truth, because if you look around, all of us think that we have to have a job to live. And if you try to tell somebody like, well, they're not really lazy. They just don't want a slave for somebody else. Well, you got to work to live. You don't have to work to live. We just normalize that shit. That shit ain't normal. That shit ain't right. We need to stop it. <laughs> and so um, Dr. Cartwright invented the word drapetomania derived from the Greek words for runaway slave and crazy to describe to describe a new curable mental disease. When affected with this affliction, he claimed, enslaved black people were struck with an urge to flee bondage and seek freedom. He further explained that the disease was triggered by masters who unwisely treated enslaved people as their equals and prescribed treatment such as severe whipping and amputation of the toes. Couched in pseudoscience and presented as medical assertions, Dr. Cartwright's report was an effort to justify and defend the institution of slavery as natural and optimal for both white slave owners and the black people they enslaved. Some sick shit going on in the world. 